The pandemic has been long and grueling for healthcare providers. As of early February, the U.S. is averaging about 350,000 new cases per day. One unexpected twist, the pandemic has raised the profile of arguably the most overlooked medical professional in the country the pharmacist. The government says it will deliver 1 million doses to 6,500 retail pharmacies nationwide. More than 90% of Americans live within five miles of a pharmacy. And 21 national pharmacies are partnering with the federal government to try and more get than more filling prescriptions. These men and women have tested us, vaccinated us, and treated us during these difficult days. The increased responsibility has strained an industry that's historically struggled with staffing, tight margins, and consolidation. Today, a pharmacist in Iowa shares what life is like nearly two years into the pandemic. From the studio at the Leonard Davis Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein. This is Tradeoffs. Kelly Kent is a 43-year-old mother of two. She's worked as a pharmacist for nearly two decades. In 2019, she joined the independent pharmacy Towncrest as a partner and its chief operations officer. The company runs three stores, the largest in Iowa City. I used to joke with my partner, Randy, and say, I thought you told me this was going to be fun. I'm not sure I'm having fun yet. (laughs) This This is stressful. To understand how COVID has impacted her business, her industry, and her personal life, we've asked Kelly to walk us through one day, January 14th, 2022. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. It's Winter Storm Day across much of eastern Iowa. Really, the entire state is involved in some sort of winter weather alert. Whether Kelly describes work during the Omicron surge as organized chaos. This January morning, an incoming snowstorm promises to make an already busy day even more hectic. Right before she opens at 9, two people are already standing outside to get their booster shots and phones are ringing. You can hear people coming in and stomping their feet. You know, there's commotion from my staff, too, just reaching out to each other. I need this. Can you bring this down to me? (laughs) It's not a quiet place by any means. Kelly and five employees buzz around this morning, testing, vaccinating, boosting. Then there are the inquiries about deliveries, curbside pickup, filling scripts, and ringing customers up. It's a morning that reminds Kelly that Towncrest has been short-staffed for eight months now. She steals a few minutes to sneak a peek at her computer to see if anybody has applied for their pharmacy tech job. Nothing. It's just discouraging because I can see the angst in my employees. They're tired. They're all working very hard. And we're basically down a full-time person prior to the pandemic. And so when you add that extra workload on there, I mean, it's just frustrating when I am not able to go back to my staff and say, hey, I've got an interview scheduled for next week. Pharmacies across the country are scrambling to find staff. Industry giant Walgreens has 15,000 open pharmacist positions as of January 2022. CVS has nearly 4,000. We're talking about a job that pays around $128,000 a year. A 2021 survey found that 70% of independents, like Towncrest, reported struggling to fill positions. Being understaffed at Towncrest has forced employees to cover for sick co-workers and work longer hours to keep up with the pandemic demands. Deflated, Kelly walks back to the floor. 
She thinks about the two longtime employees who agreed to not take time off last year. Because the store was understaffed, Kelly needed them to work. As an employer, it made me sad that I wasn't able to do that for my employees. You know, everyone deserves time off. And these two individuals, I know, they come to work every day and they give it 110%. They work so hard. And we all need time to rest and recuperate. And it just, it made me sad that I wasn't able to offer that to them. Kelly ended up paying those employees for the vacation time that they lost. Like lots of independents, Kelly's taken steps to make the pharmacy tech position as appealing as possible by turning the role into more of a career than a job. The post comes with benefits, and she raised the hourly wage from $15 to $17. And she's talked to her business partners about working with a local community college to recruit newly graduated technicians. Perhaps we can even offer some kind of tuition forgiveness program. I mean, we're just trying to think outside the box on how we can recruit someone because we want to grow, but it's very hard to do that when you're already down staff. Kelly's tired. Her staff is tired. And the Omicron hits keep coming. I have literally never worked as hard as I have in the last two years ever. Like, it's just constant. And just when we think we figure it out, um, there's new guidance or new therapies or employees are ill for a week. And <laughs> so <laughs> so we're, we're very much uh, pivoting. Guidance from federal health officials has proven hard to keep up with. In late January, reports surfaced of pharmacists turning away severely immunocompromised people seeking a fourth shot. This was nearly two weeks after the CDC had made that recommendation. The regs keep changing. The pressure is steady. And on days like this, with the snow swirling outside, it's hard to imagine a new tech ever walking through that front door. Kelly works to keep spirits up, and she's learned that pizza can help. It sounds so simple, but it's funny. The big thing about that is it brings everyone together. The pizza is in the break room. Everyone comes to the break room. They pull down their masks. They're visiting. They're laughing. It, it, it's more than the pizza. <laughs> the pizza brings them together. When we come back. We'll hear why Towncrest is optimistic about its future, even as other independent pharmacies close shop, and how Kelly has navigated maybe the most difficult stretch of her life. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. It's almost lunchtime. Kelly, here's her phone go off. A pharmacy group chat in Iowa is buzzing. 
It's all about an oral monoclonal antibody treatment produced by Merck. Even though pharmacies get the drug for free, folks on the thread are furious over how much they're getting paid, what's often called a dispensing or incentive fee. We're one of the only pharmacies in our area that's got this medication available. I'm going to ask for a fee because of the screening that went into this, because of the education that I'm providing the patient, because of the documentation I have to keep in place with this prescription. I send that claim through. We were paid 31 cents. Kelly spent hours researching the drug and sharing that information with her staff. She made multiple phone calls to providers educating them on the drug and determining patient eligibility. She then counseled patients on how to take it. All of that time and effort resulted in less than a dollar. It's like a bad dream. (laughs) I've said more than once, I'm not sure I want to play this game. This is not a fun business venture to be in. Like, I want to provide good medicine for my patients. I want to be a resource for them. I cannot afford to do it at a loss. Payment is a topic that keeps nearly all pharmacies up late. Towncrest is no exception. When you look at our reimbursement, the average cost to fill a prescription is approximately $11. I would say my average reimbursement that I receive is far less than that. You're saying it costs you $11 to fill a prescription? Correct. And you get reimbursed how much? There are some medications that, yes, I do make that amount. There are a lot of medications I might make 30 cents. I might make a dollar. Then it becomes a pay-to-play business. Kelly says they lose money on about 25% of the prescriptions that they fill. A quick primer on the pharmacy business. Pharmacies pay upfront for the medications they dispense. Insurance companies, or the entities known as pharmacy benefit managers, then pay them. Insurers, in an effort to control their own costs, as well as consumers' monthly premiums, try to keep a tight grip on how much they pay pharmacies. Now, pharmacies make about 90% of their money off filling scripts. But as more and more prescription drugs go generic, profits shrink, forcing pharmacies to increase the number of medications they dispense to keep the lights on. Snow falls as Kelly makes her way to a nearby restaurant to meet her mentor and business partner for lunch. She orders a chicken sandwich. Over their meal, Randy makes the case why they've got to keep dispensing Merck's drug. I always have so much respect for him because at the end of the day, he will always do what's right for the patient. And what's right for the patient is to make sure that the medications are accessible. What's right for the patient, as Kelly and Randy know, is not always what's right for their business. But they do it anyway. Straight across the street from me is a Walgreens. To the south is a CVS and to the north is a high V pharmacy. So my business partner literally says, if I took a nine iron, I could hit all three of those pharmacies. In the 10 years leading up to the pandemic, about 1,200 independent pharmacies closed. Towncrest knows just to keep pace, they've got to take one on the chin sometimes. The two agree to join a campaign that pushes for higher payments for these treatments. In the meantime, they'll continue providing Merck's drug. 
walking back to the store. Kelly's glad she and her co-owners have added a few more lucrative lines of business beyond filling scripts these last few years. That includes Towncrest conducting comprehensive medication reviews for insurance companies and doctors. It's interesting, you know, yeah, we're surviving, but we're thriving. COVID has created a new financial opportunity for Towncrest and others that could invest in the necessary vaccine and testing infrastructure. That's because the federal government gave pharmacies vaccines for free and mandated that they be paid at about 40 bucks per shot. Several trade groups we spoke to said it's difficult to know if this represents a windfall industry-wide, but both Walgreens and CVS reported large spikes in their net earnings in 2021. For Towncrest, they've seen a bump to their bottom line, and it's also helped set the stage for pharmacists to be viewed as direct healthcare providers. For us as a profession, it just allowed us to feel grateful that the service that we were providing was recognized as a service, as opposed to providing a drug and just getting paid for the product. We were getting paid for the patient care service that was being provided. Some industry analysts think the pandemic has given pharmacists an excellent opportunity to show they are care providers. Pharmacists have been advocating for decades that they can do more, The argument goes, pharmacists are highly trained, and if they play a bigger role in direct primary care, it could reduce spending and help people live healthier lives. Helping people is why Kelly entered the profession 20 years ago. It's now late afternoon, the time when Towncrest vaccinates kids. It's probably her favorite part of the day. Kelly lets him pick out band-aids and offers lollipops. I'm thinking of the sweetest little girl I had who, you know, had her sucker in her mouth. She was five. She was so nervous and so anxious and tears welling up in her eyes. And her mom says, what do we say? And then she just very softly, she goes, I am brave. I can do this. I can do this. And it just makes your heart melt. She was so sweet. And she did. She says, I am brave. And then I gave her her vaccine and she was like, that wasn't so bad. And then there's smiles. The snow gets heavier. The sounds of the store wind down. Kelly feels the weight of this day on top of all of the other days she's had over these last two years. Sometimes she blinks at all she's been through. In the middle of this pandemic, I mean... I, um, I mean, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and so to, um, you know, to go through that when I was already feeling so overwhelmed with work and, um, to try to be strong for my employees was, was very, very hard. Very, very hard. Kelly dealt with this life altering news while navigating a public health crisis. She endured treatment while dealing with supply chain shortages, found ways to help patients and keep her staff safe, implemented appointment systems, and expanded delivery services. She figured out how to keep the business running with reduced staff. She even organized a mass public vaccination event from bed as she recovered from her surgery. I kept it very private because I certainly don't you know, I, I want to be strong for my employees and I don't want them to bear my burdens. 
Towncrest doesn't have a cleaning service, so once the doors are locked, Kelly goes into cleaning mode. She walks through the store, picks up band-aid wrappers, throws out trash, cleans the bathroom, and sanitizes surfaces. There's a couple of inches of snow on the ground. She hits the remote start on her car before stepping out. What I'm struggling with is just to try to be there for everyone, to, you know, to be strength and a a voice of positivity for my employees. You know, I'm trying to make sure that I am strong enough for my business partners, too. They look to me to be our, our clinical leader and then having something left in my tank for my family when I come home. Kelly's commute takes about 40 minutes. She usually listens to a church sermon, a meditation app, or a motivational speaker, anything that's unrelated to healthcare. She pushes all of those thoughts about prescription payments and staffing and growing her business to the back of her mind. Tonight, she's just going to enjoy a quiet, snowy evening with her family. She picks up some Chinese food for dinner. The next morning, Kelly's daughter wakes up, complaining of a sore throat. She's got COVID. And for Kelly, the pandemic hits, keep playing. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. It's Super Bowl season. No, not that Super Bowl. The FDA Super Bowl. This is a must-pass bill for FDA that only comes up once every five years and sometimes seen as the only opportunity to get FDA reform and maybe even other healthcare reform attached to it. We're going deep on FDA user fee agreements next time on Trailers. If you enjoyed today's episode of Trade-Offs, don't keep it to yourself. Tell someone else about it. Friend, colleague, family member. Better still, leave a rating or a review wherever you subscribe to us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, we're in all the places. And your reviews help other listeners find us. The Trade-Offs team is producers Andrea Perdomo and Ryan Levy, Executive Director Jessica Silverman, Communications Manager Nora Tahiri, Senior Health Policy Editor Sarah Thomas, Sound Designer Andrew Perella, Executive Editor Dan Gorenstein, and Senior Producer Leslie Walker. The Trade-Offs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Blue Dot Sessions and Epidemic Sound. Tradeoffs coverage of the impact of COVID on the U.S. healthcare system is supported in part by the National Institute for Healthcare Management Foundation. Special thanks to Joey Mattingly, Scott Noer, George Van Antwerp, Randy McDonough, Teresa Toll, and Cheryl Grange. Thanks also to all our listeners who helped to support our work, including Jack Pitzer, Christina Modi, and Steve Meyerson. Tradeoffs is supported by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, Arnold Ventures, West Health, the Better Care Playbook, the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics at the University of Pennsylvania, the Sozose Foundation, and the National Institute for Healthcare Management Foundation. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.